Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Good morning and welcome to the next edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. My name is Eva Meiringer and I'm very pleased to welcome Dirk Steffen, who is the Global Chief Investment Strategist of the Private Bank, to today's edition. Dirk, hi, and it's great to have you again this week. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm all right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Dirk, I'd like to start with a with a recap of uh, last week's uh, main event. And I think all eyes were on, on the Fed. Uh, we saw Lael Bernard, uh, the Federal Reserve Governor, holding a speech uh, for the Minneapolis Fed discussion. And she said policy tightening will include a speedy reduction in the balance sheet and steady space of interest rate increases. And then later in the week, uh, the FOMC minutes were published. I would love uh, to to um, or to ask you to um, to tell us what were the main key takeaways uh, of the minutes and how did the market react? It was quite a surprising move because uh, she she really made quite a statement. And uh, also, if you look at the last few years, uh, Lyle was was really known for being more on the dovish side in the central bank arena. So that's why um, it was. Uh, all the more important, right? And it was a very hawkish statement. So in, in her view and in the Fed's view, uh, the fight against inflation is paramount. Um, that's what, what she said. And um, they they are actually willing to, to keep hiking and tightening uh, because this is now the goal number one. And uh, they're apparently also um, increasingly willing to sacrifice a little bit of growth in order to really succeed uh, to restore confidence. And this means, uh, which was then also being discussed in the minutes, that uh, the quant tightening is is starting uh, very soon. So uh, we are in for for, uh, a reduction of the Fed's balance sheet, which uh, in our view will lead to a normalization to some extent if it's re- actually possible in these in these days right to to normalize the bond market but a little bit of normalization there um, so we're talking about um, maybe a couple of trillion us dollars of uh, balance sheet reduction uh, over two years maybe then even a bit more thereafter and that could actually lead to to a bit of a further uh, yield increase in in the longer end of the market, so um, that that can then also explain why, uh, you know, as a reaction to to these comments, uh, actually the the curve, you know, something we are discussing here oftentimes. So the the difference between ten year and two year yields actually uh, switch back into positive territory. So that's of course one of the main or more interesting recession indicator. So we got some relief here. And um, it looks like we are in for a further normalization of the bond markets going forward. So yes, tightening, uh, no relief for bond in investors so far uh, in these early days of the second quarter. Indeed, you said it yourself. Uh, it was kind of a surprise move. Um, from a broader market reaction, it, it still feels also um, also towards the end of last week, people were kind of still kind of digesting the news. What's your take on that? I mean, the, the news was um, this, you know, we had been waiting for that, right? We discussed that in, in another um, podcast, you and yes. me. So it, 
it was really we are quite excited to see how the second quarter will will start right now we get uh, actually another another pressure point uh, for for the bond markets and uh, it, it clearly keeps uh, volatility high on capital markets in general so that's why we think uh, the next uh, few weeks at least will still be characterized by by quite a bit of volatility Okay, let's go from the Fed uh, to the to the ECB. Um, there we have the next meeting uh, around the corner this week. What what should we expect? I mean, the ECB is even more of a surprise this year uh, than the Fed, right? So uh, it's they have the same problem essentially with with prices. So that's a global global issue so that it should be normal that also the ECB is now hiking as you know they 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 actually not reducing their balance sheet but they they are um you know decreasing the speed of the balance sheet expansion dramatically because of the the pep and the pandemic buying problem which uh program which is uh, petering out so uh, and now we have the the big discussion about um what about rates and the market is already pricing uh, two uh, hikes uh, if it's 25 bips or so some 50 bips or so basis points through year end and some normalization also here in Europe. And uh, there are some, but this is still being heavily discussed within uh, the ECB, I guess. Mm. Um, some people would argue that they are, uh, you know, the, the milestones or in terms of inflation targets they are looking at um, have already been achieved. So a sustained uh, projection of uh, inflation uh, at or around 2%. So um, some tightening is probably warranted. But of course, the European um, equation is much more complicated than the US one because of the Ukraine situation, which is just, you know, um, still, unfortunately still, still dominating uh, macro uh, for now in in Europe. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Well, uh, we will stay tuned and we will see uh, what the outcome will be of the meeting. Let's let's stay uh, uh, on on upcoming events. Uh, we will also uh, see U.S. inflation numbers being released this week, and I think expectations are around eight point four. Uh, we will also see the first earnings earnings reporters. I think April thirteenth is the day of the kickoff for um, for the for the earnings season. What else should investors have on their radar? And are there any other kind of events or important releases we should bear in mind? Yeah, these are the most important ones you mentioned. And uh, can you believe it? I mean, more than eight percent. This is um, you know somebody had told me that uh, a couple of years back. I, I wouldn't have believed it at all. So it's been many, many years that we are discussing these high figures uh, on the inflation front. And um, but maybe the the little bit of good news here, if, if there is any, uh, could be that we are probably approaching the peak of inflation pressures and maybe even the peak of uh, Fed hawkishness, uh, which then in in the months, weeks and months thereafter, uh, could actually uh, provide some stability to capital markets and, and not only bonds, but also then for the stock markets. Um, the, in this uh, list, uh, you know, in these factors you mentioned, maybe we should always include China. So we get some some uh, price uh, data also out of China, but um, that's more like a cross-read uh, on the COVID situation and the still weak economic activity there so it's uh, compared to the developed markets uh, the chinese uh, 
an inflation problem is sim simply not non-existent, right? In terms of uh, levels we see there. Um, it's it's a different uh, problem they are facing. But anyway, so um, we, we are really looking forward to the next few weeks because, as you rightly said, earnings uh, are on the top of the agenda right now. And uh, this is maybe also nice because we get uh, a bit of a relief uh, from these topics of inflation, geopolitics, growth. So we are really keen to hear the views of, of the companies. And um, actually, it doesn't look too bad. So by some calculations, um, the consensus is, as usual, are quite conservative uh, going into the earnings season so maybe there's um in total after you know a couple of couple of months really when we're through with the earnings season um it's possible to see six seven percent of uh, um, positive earnings surprises actually the reasons are that uh, the macro data is still very strong in the us so in if you take this as a calculation uh, approach it looks good uh, in terms of potential earnings surprises. We also uh, think that these high oil prices we see right now of about $100 are still way above what analysts are using for their, for their calculations, which is probably more between $60 and $70. So a surprise potential there. And then, of course, historically, expectations management in the US in particular is leading to a low consensus, which would then be actually easier to beat. But still, of course, the outlook matters and uh, what companies have to say, both on the, on the growth situation and in particular on shortages and price problems. Thanks a lot, Dirk. So I think uh, we all would agree some positive, uh, some positive headlines would be in, in indeed great, but it looks uh, there, there may be potential. So we have to keep an eye out for that. Dirk, thanks much for taking the time again. Uh, dear listeners, this has been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with Dirk Steffen and Eva Meiringer. Thanks for listening and tune in next week to stay up to date. Bye for now. Thank you. This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.